Look, Jimmy, rule number one, never get involved with the spoiler warnings. Nurses, that's another story. It never works out. This is the Flix X-Raid podcast, starting in five, four... Welcome to Flix X Raid. I'm your host, Tony, and tonight I have uh, joining me across the table, Sheriff with three Fs, Corey. <laughs> or is that one F? It, it's one F. One big just, F? Just one big old F. That's what we're going to maybe give this movie a big F. Ooh, <laughs> spoilers. And to my left, I have Frisky EMS Joe. Ooh, always a pleasure to be here discussing slasher movies. And to my left, we have Nurse Carissa. Hi. Hi. <laughs> and tonight, we're going to be talking about Halloween 2, or I.I., or Deuce. <laughs> Halloween the Deuce. <laughs> Part the deuce. 1981 version, not the uh, Rob Zombie remake. But before we get into that, let's take a moment to get to know our guests. And the question of the night is, what's your fondest Halloween memory? Joe? Yeah, probably going around town with a friend of mine, uh, being a do-gooder and taking down roadblocks and barricades that had been set up and somehow thinking that we were deserving of a medal after our efforts. <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> taking down barricades? Like, who set up barricades? Was there a murder in your small town or? Not that they ever told us about it. <laughs> Was it like cops had set up barricades to stop kids or something? No, I think it was just uh, random hooligans setting it up to cause havoc with traffic and stuff. Oh, okay. So you were doing good. Okay. I mm-hmm. thought you were being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I thought like you were taking down. Yeah. signposts like dead end this way. <laughs> Don't drive off the bridge. Taking away out. police tape off of the buildings. <laughs> <laughs> taking down stop signs at four-way stops. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, you, you tried to get a medal? No, just in my young childhood mind i thought we might get one for our efforts <laughs> uh so i lived in a small town but nobody trick-or-treated in my small town so why it was just not very lively there was Murders. nothing good maybe yeah they didn't Curses. believe they, didn't they believe weren't allowed it. to yeah. there was a curse no one talked about <laughs> there's just nothing good happening in my town so my mom would always drove, drive me to like the outlining cities and like they'd have the big candy bars and I'd go to like my aunt's house and she'd lay all of her candy on me and my grandpa's and basically it was just filled with all of the candy I could ever hope for in my whole life. Corey, what about yourself? I had one where like we, as soon as school ended, I waited until like, cause I wasn't allowed to go until it started to get dark a little bit. Like you had to wait until a certain time and like street light or like people started turning on their lights. Mm-hmm. I went from like six thirty. All the way until like probably ten thirty, which when I was a kid was a big deal. But like I was going, like I didn't stop. I covered this whole neighborhood. I was I was really impressed. I got so much candy that year. Nice. It was like a full pillowcase. So for me, one year, uh, me and my buddy got this great idea. 
we just both had black robes, but we each had three masks. <laughs> and so we would hit each house three times with different masks. <laughs> oh, beautiful. <laughs> right? Uh, three pillowcases, by the way. Oh, That's yes. pretty awesome. That's it's the perfect cry. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I had, and because we found these masks, I think, at like the dollar store or something or drugstore. And they had a pre-built black hood on them <laughs> and just different faces. And there were six different ones. So we bought all of them <laughs> and then just got a plain black robe. And it was just like, perfect. <laughs> and then they put up roadblocks. <laughs> Joe was tearing them down. I think the extra expenses with the extra mask kind of paid for themselves, though, by the end of the night. <laughs> right? Three pillowcases full? Yeah, I guess so. All right? Even though I can barely eat them. But, you know, it's fine. But in, like, Canada, Canada anytime at Halloween, you're always, like, a fat whatever you are. Because I'd have to wear, like, my snowsuit underneath. <laughs> so I was, like, a devil one year. But I looked, like, really pudgy. So I wasn't. And I was chubby you kid were when a I was glutton devil. So I was, like, waddling around in my snowsuit and my gloves. So it's hard to hold on to the pillowcases slipping out of your mittens. See, that's why the robe, it's just a flowing black robe. You can wear whatever you want under it or nothing at all. Like, you know, use your imagination. Or you could just be tough and not wear a coat and gloves like I did. That's true. My mom was like, no, you got to wear your coat. <laughs> and there's no pants. I'm like, okay, cool. My dad was telling the story of uh, he was very proud. He made me a Halloween costume one year without my mom's help. And he did it all from like construction stuff <laughs> and so he made it like he made me a robot but it was all like the uh tubing from like uh vent tubing for nice. the arms and <laughs> yeah. like cardboard box but then i couldn't get up steps i couldn't lift my knees <laughs> just open your bag and have them throw the candy to you down the stairs <laughs> i can't move my arms <laughs> and i think i had a funnel of spray painted silver on my head like that was my dad's creation all right, so it's uh, time for a synopsis and starring. Corey, take us away. <clears throat> After failing to kill stubborn survivor Lori and taking a bullet, or six, from former psychiatrist Dr. Sam Loomis, Michael Myers has followed Lori to the Haddonfield Memorial Hospital, where she's been admitted for Myers' attempt on her life. The institution proves to be particularly suited to serial killers, however, as Myers cuts, stabs, and slashes his way through hospital staff to reach his favorite victim. Lori Stroud. <laughs> this movie is directed by Rick Rosenthal and is starring Jamie Lee Curtis as Lori Strode. Donald Pleasurance. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasuring. Damn it, Corbin. <laughs> Pleasure your anus. I what? Pleasurance as Dr. Sam Loomis. Dick Warlock as Michael Myers. <laughs> and, Title your sex team. And Charles Cyphers as Lee Braggett. By the way, I love... That the like stuntman who plays Michael Myers wasted the name Dick Warlock, the perfect porn name to go into being a stuntman. Maybe it's he had a tiny dick. <laughs> How do you know he didn't do both though? <laughs> I'll have to look into that. Time for research. Thank you. Pornhub, Google. here I come. <laughs> if you know what I mean, double entendre there. <laughs> Alright, so here we go. It's time for game number one. Dun, 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 dun. Specifically tailored for each participant. Let's have some fun. Yeah, let's have some fun. Ladies, start your enjeans. I'm having a blast. This is the most fun I've had without lubricant. So you played recently? A game of drums. We're going to be playing 
Twitter explains film plots badly. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. So all of these are um, horror movie based. And it's Twitter explaining them poorly. Uh, so I don't have one for Halloween 2. So we're just going to go straight into this. There's no example. But in front of each one of you guys here is a button. And I'm going to quickly get Joe to hit his. Shot him six times. And now Carissa. I shot him six times. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Number one. Four points. We're just going right into this one. A lonely man has a crush on and tries to impress a young babysitter on Halloween night. Halloween? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Are you saying who sent it? Who yes. Submitted? Uh, this one was... Uh, I. Didn't, they didn't submit it. I just found them on Twitter. This was oh. Matt Williams at Welshie Who. <laughs> <laughs> at Welshie Dick Warlock. <laughs> Dick Warlock. Okay. A young boy's failed tryout for the swim team leads to a wacky hijinks with the camp counselors. Friday the 13th. Ding, ding. And that was Surfing Dead at Surfing Dead. <laughs> <laughs> or Surfing underscore dead, sorry. That's right. All right, here we go. Some suburban some suburban teens have dreams about a burn victim. <laughs> Not Friday the 13th. Oh, oh, oh steal Street. it, steal it, steal okay. it! <laughs> a Nightmare on Elm Street. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that one comes from Brad at Bradley Zimmer. <laughs> <laughs> at Bradley Warlock. <laughs> Bradley Warlock. <laughs> All right. Scary movies about people who love other scary movies. Shot him six times. Scream? Yes. No, I don't want to, Joe. It's not that <laughs> scary. Uh, that was Andrea K at Andrea BKCR. Sounds like a radio station. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> All right, here we go. Redneck hunts to put food on the table for his poor, struggling family. Shot him six times. Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yes. And that one comes from Kevin Mosteller. At Kevin, <laughs> most stellar. <laughs> a wannabe Texas Chainsaw Massacre house kills Dwight Schrute and friends. <laughs> That's a good one. I know, right? People forget he's in that movie. Mm -hmm. Let me say it one more time. Yeah. A wannabe Texas Chainsaw Massacre house kills Dwight Schrute and his friends. He may not be the only dead person. Nah, he's definitely not the only dead person. There's at least a lot more. Yeah, at least 999 other ones. House of a Thousand Corpses? Yes. Ding, ding. <laughs> I had to dig real deep for that one. <laughs> that was triple extra emo virgin at chicken x chicken legs x chicken legs. At chicken nuggets dot com. It's x chicken x legs x. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, which one's the Twitter handle? <laughs> but it's tri definitely not triple extra emo virgin. <laughs> Although I kind of want that handle. It's already taken. No, because this guy's name is X Chicken X Legs X. All right, which makes you think there's other chicken legs out there somewhere. <laughs> right. Next up, kind dying old man teaches people the value of life. Saw. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Saw that one coming. Oh. Uh, and that one comes from uh, 
the name of the account is called Movie Hub, but it's at Sam is great. <laughs> I said <laughs> Sam I said great. Okay. Death plays with Rube Goldberg machines with disastrous results. Got him six times. Final destination. That is correct. That is. And that was Matt Carico at Matt Carico 85. All right, here we go. We're all tied up. We got two more. Come on, Carissa. Beat Joe. He always <laughs> wins. You guys are fighting for that pretty, pretty princess crown. A lonely toy just wants to become friends with a boy. Child's play? Yes. No, it's Toy Story 4. Sorry. <laughs> you got a friend in me. This one comes from... Uh, Calentine Chinito? I believe that's Caliente Chinito. <laughs> I'm not good with Mexican <laughs> language <laughs> or Spanish. Oh, man. Next up, final one. A possible future with Donald Trump as president. The Purge. Yes. Perfect. And that was Explain a Plot Badly at Explain a Plot Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm really conscious I'm going <laughs> to add words and everything. <laughs> <coughs> All right, so it's a tie, so no one gets the crown on the first round. Um, but with that in mind, it's time for a two-sentence impression. So we're going to start off with Joe. So, Joe, what's your two-sentence impression of this movie? Well. Or two words, if you can do it in two words. We are two movies in now, and I still don't know why Mike Myers is indestructible. Yeah, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Carissa. Uh, You have to watch the first one to understand the second one. Yes. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of water. There's so much water. (laughs) It's not even Friday the 13th. No. (laughs) It's October 31st. (laughs) Corey. Um... Let's see if I can do this in two sentences. That's one. (laughs) There we go. That's two sentences. I know that's Jason, (laughs) but it's a slasher movie, so we're going to allow it. Uh, Move on. (laughs) What's yours, Tony? What what, 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 was that? (laughs) Let's replay the old movie first and then kind of amble through this one. (laughs) Do you think that was needed? Like, was that necessary? Or was that because nobody saw the first one, do you think? Um, Not that nobody saw it, but what would be their reasoning for putting that right smack at the beginning of the movie? Probably to catch them up to speed if they hadn't, hadn't seen the original in a, in a long while. Then. Yeah, and also 1981, so I don't know how readily available the first one would have been That's for what I was viewers thinking. to catch up, right? VHS and stuff. Uh, whereas the original came out in, what, 1978? Yeah, something like that. Yep. <laughs> Go, just go with it. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure because you said that that it came out the year that it shows on the, the movie the last time we watched it. Because yeah. me and Joe were on that episode for the first one. Yes, it's true. Uh, Chris is new to this one. Have Have you seen this one before or no? Uh, no. No? No, I hadn't seen the second one. I've first time viewer? First one, yes. Long time listener. Long time listener. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think about this one? Um, if you, have, You've seen the first one, I'm assuming. Totally. Okay. Um, I don't know. It was good. I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like the worst way to spend an hour and a half. <laughs> um, Even though 15 minutes of that was like the first movie. It was the first movie. The yeah. First movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's lots of stabbing. Actually, there's not as much stabbing as I expected there to be. Oh. Whereas the first one was all stabbing. This one was more like 
slicing and hammering and, and drowning and like he got mm-hmm. a little eclectic with his murders this time. Which I think slasher movies like tend to do is they're like, oh, we got to have more inventive kills in the in the next one. Which was there any other like other slasher movies starting to come out? Like because Halloween kind of kicked it off, didn't it? Yeah, Prom Night was 1980, okay. also Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, I'm trying to think about when, because Nightmare was what, 1984? 84, 84, yeah. First. And I'm pretty sure Friday the 13th, the first part was 1983? It might have been even hmm. earlier than that. I think it was 81. Might have been around the same time. Um, But either way, I, I don't think it was 81. I think it was after 81. Uh, but it's still one of those things where slasher movies were just starting to like hit stride. Cause even then Texas Chainsaw Massacre was 1979. If I remember correctly, they're hitting their strode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how long were you sitting on I that I was one? like, I think I can throw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> Got my dad jokes ready. Let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> Ain't nothing going to break their strode. <laughs> um, <laughs> broke me thanks (laughs) but it it starts off literally showing the first movie uh, with a couple additional like bonus moments but you know and then we get the title card (laughs) after it's like okay we finished the first movie now you're you're up to speed (laughs) and and it's like it literally starts from the first movie uh which i think would be interesting to do a double feature with them and like a supercut where they chop that bit off and then you just continue the movie rather than having to rewatch the end over again like three hours straight yeah i like it yeah that would be a fun one. Mm-hmm. A super cut. Not a great clip, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Joe, would you watch a, a like a super cut of this? I suppose if there was nothing better going on. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think it's interesting that I don't? You don't often see a sequel literally start off where the like previous one. Because even Corey, as we were starting this, he was like, "So how many years is this?" And I'm like, "Just wait, wait, <laughs> minutes. It's minutes." <laughs> I mean, and it makes sense too. I mean, you look at where they left they left off in the first one, and it was kind of in the middle of Halloween night. Mm-hmm. So there's still plenty of time for more mayhem. So it makes sense that why not just pick it up where you left off? Because people walking around in full Halloween costumes is still like the ultimate alibi if you're trying to blend in and cause all sorts of havoc. Right? Yeah, totally. Um, Joe knows all about causing havoc on Halloween night. (laughs) He puts a damn stop to it. (laughs) Still waiting on that medal, too. (laughs) Uh, I thought it was a little weird that they, like, showed you the first half, cut it, showed you the intro, and then cut it right back to where they left off. But, I mean. Choices were made. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, three decades ago. (laughs) I was trying to figure out what time it was, like, throughout the movie, because... Don't, aren't the kids coming back from trick or treating in the first one? I'm trying to remember how. Well, in the first one, she's babysitting young kids, so they right. trick or treat early, and then she uh, lets them watch a monster movie marathon that the parents wouldn't let them watch. And plus, remember in this <clears throat> in this one, that old couple is still awake, mm-hmm. and you know, old people go to bed. That's what I was wondering. Like, why? Yeah, and they're wow. making making sandwiches got, yeah they got yeah. like ham sandwiches going yeah. on or whatever it's like. and she's pretty damn good at cutting that like ham because like that's a thin slice from just like a slab mm-hmm. mad props mad <laughs> knife skills so why did michael myers kill that first lady like the first girl the detective 
detective's daughter, I think. All it right, was. listen, he's not Jason. He doesn't have a code of ethics. I know, but like, why did he go in that house? Was he looking for Lori? Is that what we're supposed to think? Because it's not even the same neighborhood. Maybe he's just says, like wetting his whistle, yeah. just like testing the blade. Yeah, but he then abandons Seeing it how the school. it feels. It's a level one kill, and then he works his way up <laughs> exactly. to the to the boss stage. <laughs> so that was him at the school, though. Well, that's the thing that I'm super confused about with this movie that has zero explanation. We never see him go to the elementary school, but all of a sudden it's like he went there and stabbed a picture that some kid had drawn, <laughs> which is like, could you imagine coming in and be like, oh, I forgot to take home that picture I drew with my family. And you come in, there's like a fucking knife stuff there, and you're like, no. <laughs> the teacher didn't like my picture. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where they start to hint at the fact that like Michael might be like some sort of other being. Or at least Loomis thinks so, but at this point, I think Loomis is fucking off his rocker. <laughs> yeah, he's not the most credible source at this point. Yeah, there's a reason why in this movie he's a former psychologist. In the previous one, he was a he was a current, and somehow in the course of between in that like couple minutes, he he, he became discredited. Well, he's single handedly blamed for letting him out, so he probably should be fired if they think he let him out, right? When in reality, he was like, no, you people need to lock him up yeah. more. <laughs> At least he didn't run over an exploding kid who just, like, bursts into flames. <laughs> that movie, that moment cracks me up. <laughs> like, it's it's so abrupt. I don't know where it's just like, okay, like, I thought they were going to hit the kid. And I was like, okay. And then he just hits the car and it blows up. I'm like, what just happened? That's, like, literally overkill. <laughs> I love that it's a cop car too. It's not even like some rando. It's like and then the- they just leave him, and he's yeah. like, "I just killed again. I don't know what to do." Yeah. Left with a flaming corpse. Also, uh, those cars went up. And just the fact that yeah, the corpse is busy flaming in the wreckage there, and they're like, "Is that him? Is it him? Can we identify him?" <laughs> no, you're standing miles away from there. Where's the fire extinguisher? Someone get a hose. <laughs> Put the fire out. Maybe we'll figure it out before he's melted. And the thing is, it's not even a good tease, too, because we clearly see the guy that's running away from them. We know it's not Michael Myers. And so it's not even like a convincing kill where you're like, oh, gee, maybe they got him or something like that. You know right away it's not even the yeah, right person. You're sitting there going like, well, these cops are fucking idiots. That's yeah. why they're sheriffs with an extra F. That kid was walking far too fast. <laughs> I like that he's also drunkenly like staggering. They point a gun at him, and he's like seventeen, and he's drink been drinking. This cop pull, pulls a gun on him. He's like, "Oh fuck!" And like he waddles he away. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, he like waddles into the middle of the road, and then this like, <laughs> I like the cop. He's like, he came out of nowhere, and it's like, what are you fucking talking about? Also, why are you doing like goddamn eighty in a fucking neighborhood? Yeah, with like kids about. Who taught you to drive? Yeah, it came out of nowhere. He's busy walking under a well-lit streetlight. It's like, I didn't see him. There's so many side characters in this movie that, like, they do nothing with. Like, there's, like, the, the officers, two officers, who each lose somebody, I guess, important to them. And then that first detective that's hanging out with Loomis, he's just gone because his kid's gone. And then they bring in the blonde detective. And then after the school, he's gone. He's not a big deal. And then Jimmy... Like, Jimmy's, I thought Jimmy was going to be, like, a bigger deal, but no. He just sleeps the whole time. <laughs> yeah, he survives by knocking himself out. Yeah. <laughs> he puts himself out of commission and then just, like, passes out in a car and it's like, I guess Jimmy's fine. <laughs> the blonde guy did play a very important role in the end, though. 
because he did provide the lighter. That's a good point. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. <gasps> I didn't think about that. Yeah. I like that Loomis just like took the cigarette and threw it on the <laughs> ground after. And then <laughs> the lady was smoking in the school and he like not smoking, but he's like standing a foot from her. I'm like, you're still kind of smoking. <laughs> Secondhand smoke kills. Not as much as being a nurse, though. <laughs> <laughs> Occupational hazard. Although with the blonde cop, it's because Loomis gets like swept away. Right, yeah. and so Loomis gets swept away by that new doctor who's like, "The governor has told you you got to be taken off of this," and it's like, "What the fuck is Loomis doing that the governor gives a shit?" Right, like, there's a lot of weird. Like, it feels like this movie maybe meant to be longer, or the third, like the third part would explain more of what's going on with that because there was like so much tangible wants. strings. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, especially with the whole the family relation with uh, Michael and Lori, they. They kind of touch on that. I don't know that it becomes the big deal that they were thinking that it was going to be, but I like I did like that reveal though. I I knew it already, but I liked the reveal in the movie. I felt like that was really well done. I just wish we would have had more of it, especially with her going like in and out of sleep for a lot. Have more of those flashbacks and be like, what are they? What are they getting at? Right. What's the thing with that? What does Michael have against his siblings? Damn. Maybe he really wanted to be an only child. Maybe that's his problem. <laughs> I wanted to be an only child. <laughs> like in the first one, he kills his sister because she's sleeping around. And he's like, it's immoral and I'm a crazy child. But like in this one, it's like, what the fuck did Lori do to you? Yeah. You know, and even in the first one, it's not like, you know, the slasher rule. Number one, it's not like she sleeps with anyone. So he must have known that was his sister then. If right, is that what we're supposed to get that yeah. when he goes back to the he, house? Because he would have been the middle child, right? Because it was his older sister that he killed years ago. Yeah, and now he's back for his younger sister. So I'll have to ask my buddy, who's the middle child, whether that's like a real thing with them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not gonna say I didn't want to harm my siblings, but I mean, I didn't actually. All right, so it's time for us to play a game. It's time for us to play game number two. Time for us to play The Price is Right. The price is wrong, bitch. Show me the money. Show me the money! Now you've had enough. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so since neither of you have the Pretty Pretty Princess crown, I'm going to make Carissa start. I'm throwing you under the bus. The way this works is in front of uh, Corey and myself, we have a bunch of numeric categories. And we're going to get you guys to try and guess them prices right styles. So that means closest without going over gets the point. If you get a bang on, it's worth double points. And if you guys are both over, we start the round over and switch who starts. So first category is, what do you think the budget for this movie was in 1981? Carissa, you're starting us off. Millions, not thousands. I have to just put a little disclaimer in here. I'm really good at the prices right. Mm-hmm. But I'm terrible at movie budget prices right. <laughs> okay, so don't judge sure, my prices sure. right skills on this. Sure. How much is Tony's coffee cup? <laughs> um, I'm gonna say six million. Six mil. Joe. Two. Two. Joe takes it with uh, two point five million dollars. Nineteen eighty one. The next category, Joe starting us off, what do you think this made in domestic box office? Millions, not thousands. The hell was good box office in 1984? <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. 
25 and one dollar, Bob. 25 and one dollar. All right. Holy <laughs> sh- shit. Hey, Chrissy, you get it? Because it's 18 dollars. She got you, Joe. It's one dollar, you. No wonder she's good at prices, right? She's a cutthroat. She's a shark. You do what you got to do, okay? She just had to recover from that first round. <laughs> well, you might as well have just guessed it right to the exact penny. Uh, I don't know. Should we give her double points on that one, Corey? What's, what's your call? It was pretty bang on. All right, double points it is. Super cutthroat here. But I had $1 less. Come on. Where's the love for me? Price is right rules, Joe. She just fucking slit your throat. But it's okay. Because uh, the next category is, what do you think this made opening weekend? Carissa, you're starting. Its total run was 25. Oh, I'll say... In millions, millions, not thousands. Not thousands. <laughs> Two. Two mil. Joe? Five. Five. Joe takes it. It was $7.4 million. <laughs> you're all tied up again. Uh, next category... Uh, they say this in the movie. What's the body count for this film? Joe, I'm not even going to tell you what kind of like numeric you're going to have to go with here. In the millions, not. <laughs> How many millions of people does Mike... What's the body count for this film? Best part is, is they say it right at the end of the movie. <laughs> and only this movie. Not including the dead bodies from no, the last movie. It's only this movie. No... I think this is a misnomer. We'll talk about it after. I countered it out. Okay, we'll, we'll let him guess first. Okay. <laughs> it does include Michael. Um, I will say 12. 12. Carissa. 16? 16. Do you guys both want to try guessing again? Because you both went over. <laughs> <laughs> Actually? Yeah. yeah. Less uh, than 12. <laughs> say... 9. 9. Joe. Six. You should have cut throat. Chrissy, you got it. It was ten. Woo! <laughs> but they said ten at the hospital. That didn't include the chick who died at the beginning of the movie. Who got stabbed in the house. It does because I actually countered it out. But he said ten dead in the hospital. Why he, would no, he no. He didn't say. That? He just said, bo- what's the body count? Ten. And if you count it out, it's ten if you include Michael. Okay. I thought I was, I was like, that's really dumb. I thought you, thought that they story. actually put the body count for the movie in the so, movie. So, like, technically speaking, it's nine. Kind of. That's n- true. Kind of, not really. I'm just saying. Just Future saying. movies would say it's nine. <laughs> well, well. Let's go to the dental records. <laughs> technically, he's resurrected, so he is dead. Because that's number four. Halloween Resurrection. Yeah, okay. Return oh by a voodoo priest. <laughs> All right, so next up, the Totten Romatoes rating. The critic rating. Uh, Joe, you're starting us off for this one. What do you think in percentage the critics give this movie? Probably not good. <laughs> What's that in a percentage? Uh, 25. 25. Carissa. Um, 33. 33. Joe gets it with 25. It was 28%. Mm-hmm. Where's that cutthroatness? Mm-hmm. 
Well, you're uh, starting off the final round here. Critics say 28. What do you think audience says? Percentage? Percentage. 66? 66. Joe. 30. 30. Joe takes it with 30. Son of it was 63. <gasps> you were so no! close. No! Yeah. So close. Prizes right skills, huh? Well, that means Joe now gets the crown. <gasps> How many did he get it by? One. Oh, damn. That one again. That final uh, category was uh, a tie. You went into it. Damn it. Chris is just glaring at me a little bit and smiling. It's weird. <laughs> Glare smiles. <laughs> like. I'm going to smile right now, but I'm going to cut your wigs later. <laughs> <laughs> Hide your wigs. All right. Uh, <laughs> Tonight's body count, four. <laughs> four? Who else does she kill? Herself. Oh, okay. <laughs> Murder, suicide. All right. <laughs> That's fair. All right. So what do you guys think about the deaths of the nurses? We get some pretty gruesome stuff here. Okay, I need to say something. Yes. So, when he is drowning that nurse in the boiling water, mm-hmm. why do his hands not burn at all? Right? right? At all. Right? Like, he held his hand in there for as long as she was in there, and her face is all scolded, skin's falling off, but his hands are fine. That's true. Well, you know what? I got a counterpoint. Okay. He's been in a hospital since he was a kid by himself. I'm just saying calluses. No, that softens your hands. Really? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. You're a a boy. You would know. (laughs) He's built up some pretty uh, calloused hands. It was his right hand, too. That's his killing hand. Yes. For choking it. Killing in the right. (laughs) For, you know, choking the chicken. (laughs) Strangling the salami. Yeah, there was some gruesome. No, that was an interesting one. I like when he started turning up. I was like, "They're both out of the pool." I'm like, "How are they gonna be killed by this?" I thought they were gonna just sit in it until they they died or something. Like or he's gonna frog. like put a lid on it, and they were just gonna like cook a little. But I like that one. I felt bad once you told me the story about the nudity part. That I was like, "Right, can't even like <laughs> can't enjoy the scene yeah, anymore." <laughs> like, just, I feel sad for her the whole time. Right, like, she's being murdered, and it's like. So the thing he's referring to is uh, when I was doing research, the actress who does the nude scene here, um, she said that she cried all her all the way to set because she didn't want to do the nude scene. And so, you know, when she shows up topless in that, and it was mostly because she didn't want to show her bottom, which we don't see anyway, but to do the shot, she kind of has to be Pride fully nude. or something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> She says, like, I just want an abnormal growth, and she just doesn't want to show that. But, so, so anyway, on the way to set that day, she said that she cried the entire way there, and I was just like, that's fucked. Yeah, that's sad. And she like, dies like that. And we, like, don't even get any dong from the guy. Like, I would understand if he's, like, if he sees she's upset, he's like, I'm go- doing dong. I got to do dong. If she got to hang brain. Yep. You got to support that. That's <laughs> what I like hearing about Game of Thrones, and they're like, the ladies don't want to do as many nude scenes this season, but the guys are going to come in and do tons more nude scenes. So it's like, we'll just balance it. I'm just like, yeah, totally. Let's do that. I'm all for seeing dick in movies. Yep. What about yourself, Joe? <laughs> Joe's like, I love that. That is a hard no. <laughs> <laughs> but what did you think about like the deaths? Which one of the 
deaths in this one for you was the brutalist or silliest. Well, silliest was probably the uh, one-handed uh, scalpel raised, <laughs> raising her up above her above his head. There, it's like um, okay, think that thing would fall way quicker. Or like he would just slice up because that's like a lot of pounds per square inch on that one little blade point. It would either snap the metal or like you know, it it just doesn't physics. <laughs> if it was like a pitchfork or something that had a little bit more. Uh, more stability to it, yeah, maybe, but and made a of scalpel, a different kind of metal, like a but scalpel, a scalpel, no. not that would bend. And if he did, he wouldn't be able to use it again. Does he use like, it again? He does because he has it when he's mm-hmm. on the floor. After they come in, he sh- gets shot again. Mm-hmm. That's what he has in his hand. Yeah, he stabs Loomis's Loomis with it. Yeah. Same How do scalpel. we not know it's a different, not a different scalpel? I mean, I'm not gonna say it's the same scalpel, but like, I'm also not gonna say that I saw him pick a new one up. You might you know have, he might have like a utility belt full of them or something. <laughs> yeah, that's I think one of the things I don't like about My- Michael Myers is the fact that he tends to just do knife stabs the whole time for most of the time. Mm-hmm. It's not like Freddy where he like shoves you into a TV and says it's prime time kind of thing. It's not Jason where he throws a pitchfork across and stabs somebody. like Or an axe. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just straight Throwing across axes. either a knife, something pokey, or, or, or he strang- strangles you. He strangles you. Yeah. He's a he's a hands-on sort of guy. Mm-hmm. Looks to get in there. Yeah. What did Corey say about him? He, he used he a hammer. Like, he's like a delicate lover. Or <laughs> <laughs> he's a gentle lover. <laughs> that yeah. was right before he drowned the nurse, was it? Yeah, it was poor time. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he'd be a gentle lover. Drown, drown, drown. I think their relationship status would be it's complicated after that. <laughs> We're working on it. <laughs> she didn't say the safe word. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, but he does kill someone with a hammer in this, and the That's claw true. side of the hammer, too. That's true, but he was also, like, six inches away from said person. Intimate killer. And didn't he, like, do something else to him after, though? Yeah, he hung him up for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> by, like, a fucking lamp. <laughs> yeah. like, like, you've already murdered the dude. Why, like, hang him? He's got to display it, like art on a refrigerator. Oh, that's what he's doing this whole time. He's trying to show Laurie his art like exactly. a little kid. Look, Laurie, look what I made. <laughs> he's just looking for love. In all the wrong places. <laughs> yeah, first it's the picture at the school. <laughs> now this. I like how other movies, current movies, have kind of played off of the things that are effective in this movie, though. Like the slow walking person, like in It Follows. Like yep. that's the best part about It Follows is seeing the thing really far away and it's just it's slowly coming for you. it's not never stopping it's always coming and mm-hmm. i like those those are probably my favorite scenes in this movie was when you just saw michael in like the background and he was just there and like you told like when it would switch angles it would show you what he's looking at and then it would switch back to like the nurses talking about something you'd see him in the background he didn't kill any babies that's a good thing to know that we know of <laughs> I just thought about that. I'm like, there's a lot of babies in there. <laughs> also, there's a lot of babies in there, and they have, like, that explosion. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe he did kill the babies. Depends no, who- that would be Loomis. <laughs> Loomis can rank those deaths. <laughs> Was that included in the body count number? No. I think they forgot about the babies. <laughs> they're, all, they're only a percent of a person, so they just <laughs> combine them into, like, one kill. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> talking about the dead babies <laughs> potential dead babies we don't know but yeah like i like the whole like Corey's talking about the whole silent 
stalking killer. I mean, I even in the first one, I remember just the visual of him being across the street. You know, Lori's in the one house there, and it's kind of, it's not really well lit. There's you know a few street lights out there, but still, you see him coming very slowly. Then she looks back, and he's still coming again. You know, he comes he's, slowly, yes. he's making a very direct <laughs> line to where she is, and no matter what she does, he's still going to keep going after her, so. He eventually gets them. I actually kind of like that they showed in this that he's kind of precognitive in the fact that he slashed all the tires and wrecked all the engines in the parking lot. Like, he was like, okay, I'm, I've got my prey. I've kind of got them cornered. I'm going to make sure they can't get out. Not just a pretty face, I tell you. But he does that. Not and really then, one of those, Mr. And, Dick Warlock. And then he just runs through doors at people with guns pointed at him. Like, like not even runs. Walked. Yeah, like just, just walks Just walked the door. right through that door like it wasn't even there. I kind of liked that moment. It was pretty cool. <laughs> I was like, he's like, what, this door? <laughs> it's like, we've locked the door. And he's like, whatever. And he just, like, walks through it. And then they shoot him, and he like plays dead. He plays dead. Dead. He's not breathing. Well, <laughs> and then he comes up and like across the throat. That guy's so dumb. He deserved it. Sometimes <laughs> you would watch these slash movie, like, yeah, that guy deserves it. He wasn't paying attention or like whatever. But that Marshall guy, he was, he was an idiot. Well, like when they, he picks up uh, Loomis and the other um, chick, I can't remember their job title right now off the top of my head. It's gone. Um, but when he picks them up and then Loomis like threatens him with a gun and he's like, what do cops do? Warning shot. And he fires out the other window and I'm like <laughs> right next to the driver's head, which in a car would be fucking deafening. Yep. But it's just like, and then the guy just like fucking pulls a Yui, <laughs> like screeched Yui and like goes back and I'm like, what? Like, what? <laughs> and he's so catty with the radio. He's like, Hey, only I'm allowed yep. to do that with the radio. <laughs> What a weird fucking character. Another one of those characters that, like, goes nowhere. Yeah. It's it's like the uptight nurse. Like okay. My favorite part is, like, after they pull up to the hospital, he's like, what's the worst could have happened? I lose my job? <laughs> like, Death. Death is the worst. nonchalant about this killer being on the loose. The sun will come up tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Bet your bottom dollar tomorrow. Anyway. <laughs> But I also like the the nurse, the very strict nurse who, for some reason, is like a 20-year-old, but acting like she's like a fucking veteran nurse who's been there way too long. I have to applaud Michael for being well-rounded. Because speaking of that nurse, she died because he placed an IV and then ensanguinated her. Mm-hmm. Like... He placed an IV in her arm and let her die slowly after bashing her head in, of course. Knocks her out and just is like, I don't got time to finish this. So I'm going to yeah. quickly place this IV needle. Right. How did he learn how to do that? Maybe it was. He was in a hospital for a long time or like a mental inside. Maybe they like used to give him some. Oh, just intravenous. By, like, just watching. watched it. That's fair. But yeah. it's still a fuck death. Yeah. Maybe. And then the idiot Jimmy. Whoop! <laughs> 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 It just slips. They should have added that that sound effects. <laughs> Little slide whistle or something. <laughs> Tweety like words. Yeah. I thought he was gonna be more of a big deal. I thought at the the last second he was gonna come in the room and and help Lori, like maybe get Lori out of there, like something. Like she, of course, should be the final girl. She should be mm-hmm. the one who does the the last blow. But like, but she wasn't. No. no, she wasn't. And he was useless. He just he, fell asleep. 
Well, he gave himself a concussion. He didn't exactly fall asleep. And also, he might be dead. Like, she just left him in the car. His neck was bent at a really bad angle. Like, she just kind of left him in the car after he's, like, obviously got a concussion and just passes out. And she's like, he'll be fine. (laughs) Priorities. He's probably a vegetable. Like an eggplant. I feel like Michael Myers is a bit of a drama queen, though. Because, like, he stood at the end. You know he was hiding behind that thing whatever he was hiding behind in the parking lot when she when they honked the horn and he waited and then he's like i gotta be under this light it's gonna be super menacing it's like here we go here we go (laughs) and he starts walking and walking (laughs) he craves the spotlight probably just giggles the whole time he's walking gonna be so awesome we can't see his shit-eating grin (laughs) under the mask i have to give him props for being confident enough to walk not only walk normally but in a mask Without looking at his feet once. He doesn't even use his arms to open the doors. No. Like when he walked through that one door, he just like bumped into it yeah. again. Like a shark would. He <laughs> has like the best spatial awareness I have ever seen. Like a shark. Mm. It's it's very reminiscent of like some of the stuff whenever he's in, obviously music starts playing and we see it either over his shoulder or from his eyes and it's very like slow and methodical, just like in Jaws when you like hear the, the music and you know something's coming. Yeah. And the jump scares that had Tony crying. (laughs) Yep. Of laughter. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) It was when the kid got hit by the fucking, like, car made me laugh. (laughs) And when the cat jumps out of the fucking dumpster. Uh, No, where he pops up, like, in the very first kill scene, when he pops up next to that girl and just cuts her. Yeah, she's in the living room just kind of looking around. Blah, blah, blah. I was... Was I in the room for that one? Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought that one happens really early, and I thought I was in here setting up. Nope, you were no. there. You set up, like, towards the end. I, I did two parts because yeah. I had to download a thing. Anyway, that's beside the point. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that part probably made me laugh the hardest. <laughs> it was just, like, so unexpected and, like, not scary at all. Like, I just... Right, right, it. right. When he stabs her and it's just like, ah! Yeah. It's like, blood. <laughs> that's the noise. <laughs> so weird i still like the fucking like the security guard he's like the dumbest his death was so deserved he opens the dumpster he's like is that blood i'm gonna touch it i work in a hospital i don't know anyways it's still this. warm oh. he doesn't even touch it cat jumps out and like attacks and he's like no nah, cat no and he checks four locks like or three locks but it's mm-hmm. still too many locks to be like checking each time he should have been like oh, i should go radio somebody better this is what I mean. I would have just fucking locked the first one, gone back to my radio, gotten that, and left. <laughs> what kills me is that if he thinks somebody broke in, how does he think that somebody got into the room, closed the door, and then put the lock back on the outside? Have you right? ever had Tupperware? Three and it times. keeps falling out, and you shove it in the door real quick and slam it? That's how I think he did that one. <laughs> <laughs> he probably went to hide in there, and all the shit falls out. He's like, ah, oh, damn it. He shoves it back in and puts the lock back on. Waits for the security guard. He's like, he's hiding behind the dumpster when they catch him. So he's like, oh, thank God he didn't see me. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, he's going to go through that door and I'll follow him in. He I would see. love to see a B roll of this movie where it's just him planning all of his stuff and he's like, stab this tire, stab this one, stab this one. Probably like, singing a little song to himself as he does it. As he opens up each like car hood, just rips random tubes out, puts like the hood back down. All right, next car. And just like going around. 
But how would he know what to cut on a car, though? Wheels on the car go flat, flat, flat. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, I don't know much about cars, but I'm pretty sure if you just rip, grab hosing and electrical and just, you know, pull. That's true. uh, It's going to do shit. (laughs) You know, I'm just saying, I'm not a car guy or anything, but I'm pretty sure if you rip shit out, it's not going to (laughs) work. What about you, Carissa? What do you think? (laughs) I mean, again, not a car guy, but... Pull hosey, fluid leaky, bad. <laughs> My motto. <laughs> Is it leaking fluids? Yes. Should you drive it? No. <laughs> nah, it's good. I know my car. <laughs> yeah, this is fine. That's normal. I just put the filter in upside down. Don't worry. About it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's time for game number three. It's time for the Awesome Lodge Word game. Corey, you ready for this? I think so. All right. So Joe currently has a pretty, pretty princess crown. He was wearing it. He's decided to take it off. I think that's for, uh, you know, purposes of he's given in. Because I think Chris is going to rock this. So the way this works is uh, we have three lists here. One one dollar. (laughs) Wrong game. Wrong game. game. (laughs) Ah. Um, We have three lists here. And Chris, you get to pick which category Joe has to do and which category you're going to do. Joe's going to go first. Uh, the three categories are horror sequel movies, classic horror movies, and 1981 box office topping movies. Uh, so while you think about which one you want, which one you want to give to Joe, I'm going to quickly explain the rules. So in front of me, I have a timer for two minutes, and Corey's going to get you guys to try and guess ten different movie titles, but he cannot use any of the words in the movie name, any actors' names, director names, or character names. Does that make sense? Perfect. So Carissa... I will give you horror sequels, and I will take, let's try 81 box office hits. 81, all right. So Joe's going to go first. Corey, are you ready? Joe's going first? With horror sequels. Oops, almost knocked my water over. (laughs) Okay. Squirtle, no. Okay, I think I'm ready, yep. Starting in three, two, one, go. Marry me, undead person stitched together. Roger Frankenstein. Yes. Yeah. Be quiet, you weird sheep. Mary had a quiet one of these. <laughs> lamb. Yeah, he enjoys fava beans and... and silence of the lamb. Yeah, there we <laughs> go. Uh, it's your favorite slasher guy, but in like the, the Freddy oldest Freddy versus one. Jason? No, the last one. Nightmare on Elm Street. No, sorry, the last one before he did the crossover. Wes Craven's new nightmare. Yeah, there we go. Uh, this one is a bunch of to- uh, fast zombies, but not the first one. It takes place a certain amount of time later, not months. <laughs> you can't say later. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> damn 28 days later. Sorry, Joe. 28 weeks later. Sorry, Joe. This one uh, involves deadites, and it's the third Evil one. Dead. Third one, three. Uh, it's what's a big group of soldiers called when you're in the oh, army of darkness? Yeah, yes, there we go. Uh, not night, but day. No, the other, the morning one. Dawn of the dead. Yeah. Uh, this has uh, things that have mouths inside their mouths that come out and go, and they like bleed acid and stuff. They're in space where yeah, no one yeah. can hear you scream. Yeah. Uh, no, plural, plural. Aliens. Yeah. It's the sequel to House of a Thousand Corpses. 
Uh, Satan <laughs> is another word for Satan is devil. Yeah, when you you don't accept Devil's something. Devil's rejects. Yep. Yes. Uh, you said this serial killer from the crossover movie, but it's the one where he's in space. Jason goes to space. No. <laughs> Jason ten. Jason. Space. Yeah. Okay. What's in what's the Roman numeral Jason for ten? X. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Time. Uh, Eight, right? That's how many you got? Eight. Eight out of ten. Sorry, Joe. I forgot later. Stupid later. <laughs> the last one is, I still know what you did last summer. Which, by the way, was uh, my Natasha's first kiss. Aww. was during that movie. Aww. And weird. <laughs> I've heard of the story. It's a very nice story. <laughs> Tastes like Oreos. Anyway, 1981 box office topping movies for Carissa. Carissa, you've got to get more than eight out of ten. All right, I'm going to get nine. Okay. Nine? Nine. Nine. The bare minimal. Okay. <laughs> She's just going to one-up him. All right, here we go. Starting in three, two, one. He has a whip and, like, faces melt in this one. Um, He's a professor who also gets artifacts back. Oh, Indiana Jones? Yeah, but it's the specific Raiders movie. of the Lost Ark? Yep. Uh, this one, it involves someone who goes, Arr! in a foreign country. Not... Oh, Werewolf in London? Yeah, it's the, what's the, the country below us? Where you're from? The U.S.? Yeah, what's another word for someone who's from the U.S.? An They're, American. Yeah. So, uh, say the the last part oh, you said. Oh, an American werewolf in London? Yes. Perfect. Okay. This one also involves the Deadites. It's the first movie. <laughs> um, okay. It, I don't remember. Okay, what's another word for someone who's really, really bad? Good. No. Really, oh, evil. Yeah. And oh, evil dead. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Fuck. Uh, this is involved. It's... Uh, <laughs> it involves them... It's a post-apocalyptic movie that takes place with a bunch of cars. Has a crazy Australian actor in it. No. Um, his. He, what's another word for crazy? When someone's crazy, they're insane. What's another word for insane? Uh, a, a scientist is. Let's skip I that one. I can say. Can I say? No, I can't. No. That's a name. Okay. Uh, what's a the big city that's the Big Apple? New York. Yeah. When you're trying to leave something, you are escaping. Yeah. Escape from New York. Yep. Yes. Uh, what's another word? Not, uh, not uh, circles, but it goes across your shirt. Um, Boobs. Lines. Lines. <laughs> there, it's another word for lines. Tigers have stripes. There we go. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this involves uh, Odyssey and uh, gods. 2001: Space Odyssey. No. no. Uh, gods from uh, ancient Greece. They fight. Another word for fight. Um, let's go on to the next one. It's yeah. a really sad one about a dog and a. Orange uh, type of almost um, like a wolf. My, ooh. Is it animated? Yeah, yep. it's animated. Oh, yeah. Fox and the Hound? Yep. Yes. Uh, this Time. This, damn it. So close. Okay. <gasps> uh, the Road Warrior. Mad Max, The Road Warrior. I was oh. trying. I was like. Uh, Clash of the Titans. Okay. And he didn't get to Excalibur, or I was, I was wanting to see how you would do Das Boot. Nazis <laughs> in a submarine. <laughs> I'm telling you, I wouldn't have got it. <laughs> German for the boat. That was a lot of words with the... <laughs> that was the hard category. <laughs> Jesus. I was like, this is general. I can do this. I could not. <laughs> I was also like, I don't know how much Chris knows about like certain movies, so I don't know how vague or like, should I just go straight for the words? <laughs> yeah, future. Explain it to me like I've never seen it in my whole life. <laughs> When I was like, I don't even, I just call the Road Warrior Mad Max. I don't even call it the Road Warrior. So I'm like, but I can't say Mad Max. And I'm like, oh boy. But that's well, the name of it. It's the crazy Australian uh, guy I thought gave that part <laughs> <up>. <laughs> You tried, a little lured, but. 
All right, so Cho gets to keep that crown. Carissa, good try. I'll get it someday. <laughs> it's well, coming. It's you'll 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 come in one day and you'll be like, I've prepped. Yeah, I'm gonna do research. I'm gonna well, slip le- him a five. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you weren't stumped like me on Mary had a quiet one of these. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Huh? Lamb chop. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Loomis's final sacrifice when him and Lori, Lori shoots fucking Michael in the eyes and blinds him. That's what it takes. Yeah. And then, you know, they're turning on the gas pumps to distract Michael because they realize he's using only his ears. Did she shoot him in both eyes? That's what I was wondering. I thought maybe he got shot in the head or something. Yeah. And like blood was just dripping in his eyes. Or I. Yeah, I couldn't tell, but, like, he clearly could not see. Yeah, so they used it to their advantage. She would have to be a crack shot to get both eyes. Yeah, no kidding. Especially with one bullet that actually hit him in the head. (laughs) Right? (laughs) But, like, you know, so we have this final scene of Lori being the final girl and her and Loomis in this room, right? Versus, you know, Loomis gives her the gun. He's like, you've got to use this. And he takes the empty gun, you know, because he's fully, fully ready to sacrifice himself. Which I just thought was like, you know, go Loomis. Yeah, definitely feels responsible for that i think which is good it's yeah. it's his penance for letting the monster out kind of thing no all he was trying to do is prove that if you want something done right get a man <laughs> oh <laughs> Whoa. Whew, joe fighting words hot take. hot take from joe <laughs> it felt like a boss fight at the end of a video game where you're like activating the things and like getting them to go somewhere so you can like shoot them or blow them up i thought they were just gonna like gas him gas him and, like, Loomis probably could have ducked a little. <laughs> he could have, like, sidestepped a little because he was, he was clearly going back and forth at, like, shoulder level. And it's just, like, duck a little bit and punch <laughs> him really hard in the nuts. <laughs> just, like, start crawling around. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they stayed standing and, like, like even if they he was going to blow it up in the end anyways, like, at least move yourself towards the door so that you can at least try and jump out before you set the whole place on fire. Yeah. He didn't even move. Yeah. Well, he didn't exactly have a Zippo. All he had was a Bic, so it doesn't even matter about actually getting the lighter lit. It's just literally about, like, flicking the... uh, Yeah, but, like, a a hand lost is better than, like, your whole body. I didn't think he was actually going to die himself. What I thought was going to happen was Michael was going to hit one of the tanks and it was going to spark because he kept Mm. going back and forth. I was like, oh, that's smart. They're just, he's going to end up chink and blow himself up kind of thing. I'm not going to lie. I thought because of Loomis being the first one to open the valves and how close he was, and he was literally just opening up like random gases, I was like, he's going to fucking gas himself out. <laughs> I thought they were going to start giggling. I'm surprised yeah. they didn't because like the oxygen wouldn't have done anything, but that ether would have. Right? Like, and just, he was like, so can- close. Yeah, he just opened up a canister of ether and just stand there. Yeah. Jimmy runs in. What's going <laughs> Maybe on? Maybe that's why he wasn't ducking. <laughs> Passes out. <laughs> just felt too good. Well, he did have a knife wound, and he's like, by the ether, so he's like, this balances. <laughs> I, I I feel no pain. I can do this. Maybe that's why he didn't duck or get out of the room. He's so fucking high. He's like, I'm invincible! <laughs> Licking the bick. But yeah, you talked about uh, him being blinded and how he has to go by, you know, sound more than what he can see at that point. And what I thought was dumb is like you said, not only did nobody really duck or try to avoid his uh, swings, but they also, when the name of the game is silence at that point, there's Lori kind of cowering in the corner, 
still kind of squeaking and still screaming a little bit too. It's like, well, don't say anything. Just shut the fuck up. If you find a random object, just whip it against the other wall and he'll just be directed towards that. (laughs) Yeah. Why are we turning on the gas? Like literally just start throwing things at like walls. It was her first slasher, okay? Give her a chance. It was her second slasher? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it was the same. She's like, I don't <laughs> have was... a coat hanger. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's how she did it in the first one. She stabbed him with the coat hanger. All right. yeah. I thought you were That's making a really weapon. poorly timed joke there. <laughs> no, I was Lord. not talking about that. <laughs> Corey. I already mentioned babies once, okay? And then you guys <laughs> killed them all. Said they were fine. <laughs> Corey's like, I said they were fine. I'm like, are they though? Yeah, right. <laughs> are you sure? Uh, well, at least he doesn't kill babies. <laughs> really though? John, well, maybe Car- he John didn't Carpenter kill the babies, says hi. But Loomis <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> blowing up a fucking wing of a hospital <laughs> in a small community. <laughs> he might as well have killed those yeah, babies. When they started putting Lori in the ambulance, I'm like, I wonder where they're going. <laughs> they're like, we should take a police officer with this this time. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah, because they're super effective. Yeah, all four of them. <laughs> I still like that one of them murdered a kid and was just like, yeah, this is fine. Just left there to fend for himself, too. Yeah, like, the, like <laughs> one, one of the cops, who's obviously like a deputy, kills a kid and the sheriff's like, that was the killer, let's get out of here. <laughs> well, our, wor- our work here is done. <laughs> Good job, Johnson. <laughs> Maybe one day you'll be sheriff with three Fs. <laughs> but like, fuck that! Like that moment was just so dumb. I, I I can't like I can't go over how stupid the fucking car moment was. Like every time I watch it, not only is it like just like the explosion is just like that 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 that's not how cars happen. <laughs> but like the fact that he just like smokes this kid like it like rams it into a van. Going like 60 miles per hour down a residential street on Halloween night when kids could be anywhere. Right? Mm-hmm. And just radioed like, I'll meet you there. Yeah. Do you think he was like, the boss is going to be mad if I'm late? <laughs> well, when he radioed that guy on the radio, I thought he said, I'm at the bakery. And I was like, are they making a donut joke? He's like, get over here now. But they have so many pastries. <laughs> They've got my favorite. They've got the crullers. Boston cream. It's all about the bear claw. <laughs> Plain gate glazed. Let's be uh, clear. All right, fine. Or even like an old fashioned glazed. Sour cream glazed. Mm. 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 Donuts. <laughs> I have a brief spoiler question. All right. For the newest one that continues this timeline of movies, not the like H2O and like whatever. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's not canon? Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Chopped I'm just off. <laughs> Is he did, chopped off like a foreskin? He, is he burned at all? Did or did he like jump out of a invisible window? Joe, did you see that one? The newest one I did see. Um, I'm just trying to think of because yeah, I I don't think I really want to watch that one. I don't remember whether they just kind of picked it up after the first one or whether it was just like a complete origin story after he had killed his sister. <laughs> be cool if these were like the 24 of horror movies where like each one was just like the next <laughs> one like hour, couple hours. One hour in the day. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be an interesting movie series. Let's pitch it to Hollywood. Are you like, you know, 24, but for a movie. Mm-hmm. 
So but like nobody's allowed to age. Ooh. Yeah, you'd have to film like the. Lord well, of the, Rings the technology exists now to back age people. That's true. <laughs> We've seen it happening too much. <laughs> so I think I think it's doable. Every year, another two hours of the story comes out. Huh. Hollywood, we're coming for you. <laughs> but first, we got to write what happens in this twenty-four hours. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll just steal the plot of season one of twenty-four and just modify it. We'll follow one each of the all these extra side characters from the second one that <laughs> nobody really knew what happened to them. It's like, give them each their own show. Genius. Genius, Joe. Lori's parents still never show up for her. They must really hate their adopted daughter. <laughs> They're like, well, we let's get drunk s- at this party instead of going yeah. to check on her. They're probably just drunk as fuck. Well, we do have that one scene where she's like, I'm not your mom! <laughs> <laughs> Now, was that something that really happened, or was that just her dreaming, in a drugged stupor? Maybe both. Maybe it was her reading the context of her mother being like, "God, what is with this bitch? <laughs> it's not even mine. Oh, I could just kill you right now. <laughs> uh, I fucking understand why that kid did this. <laughs> I wish Michael Myers would come and take you away right now." <laughs> I like that one, uh, Lori, because in the first movie, Lori never hears his name, but in this one, she hears his name and she goes, wait, what? So, like, she obviously knows that... Oh, she, of the Myers family? <laughs> yeah, that she's, like, Lori Myers. You know? Fucking weird. All right. One thing I learned. Time for one thing I learned. One thing I learned is apparently, you get, if you're a cop, you can just fucking drive into people and don't fucking matter. What I learned from this Yeah. <laughs> Carissa, what's one thing you learned from this movie? Uh, Don't be a nurse. Yeah, you won't live long. No. It's a death sentence. (laughs) Joe, what did you learn? I learned that Loomis was responsible for the deaths of many innocent babies. (laughs) (laughs) Corey, what about yourself? I learned that masturbation actually makes your hands soft, not hard. (laughs) I'm doing it wrong, man. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Don't grip so tight. You're not trying to strangle it. What? You're just trying to be a <laughs> gentle lover. That's why it's lover. called choking the chicken. <laughs> gentle lover. Stop putting it in scalding water. I'm all about the kink. <laughs> Genital mutilation. Anyways, it's time for ratings. <laughs> so, uh, Carissa, what would you rate this movie out of five and why? Uh, I will give it a two out of five Ooh. as long as you watch the first one right before you watch the second one. Okay. Um... I don't know. It was a good time killer. Stayed entertaining the whole time. Mm-hmm. He changed things up with his killings, which was hammer. like, yeah, right? It's hammer time. Yeah. Hammer time. It's boiling <laughs> water time. Let's make some turkey soup. <laughs> People soup. <laughs> yeah. Nurse soup. Nurse soup. <laughs> uh, yeah. It wasn't a bad time. All right. Joe, what do you give this movie out of five? I'd give it the same score. I'd say two. Um, I mean, it's not all bad. They had some things going for it. The score is good again. Some of the music cues, a lot of the uh, little pop-up jump scares. I mean, they're, they're not always effective, but they try. And sometimes they'll, <laughs> sometimes they'll catch you napping a bit. So They did their best. But again, you know, a lot of the side characters, like we said, aren't really developed. They're just kind of there as fodder. And I don't know, it just... Bodies to add to the body count. It's very, it's very forgettable at the end of the day because it's... I mean, it, it was an interesting choice to continue it as they did. It's just to pick up right off where the first one left off. But at the end of the day, you're not really missing a lot if you don't see it. <laughs> Legit. Corey. See, for me, I've been struggling whether or not I should rate more with 
my feelings towards the movie or like a critical eye towards it because okay. like you have the critical and you have the audience rating mm-hmm. but like to me slashers have never been my thing like i enjoy friday the 13th but that's because i like what's going on with jason i like that he's kind of like supernatural and he's like kind of you don't you he's kind of mythical in that way and like i think about scream and i think the reason why i do enjoy scream is because there's such an interesting story going on with sydney and like what happened with her mother? What's going on here? Like, you care about all these characters who are getting murdered. Not all of them, but most of the core ones. Like, you don't want Dewey to die and, like, stuff like that. But, like, with this, I really don't care if Lori dies. She just got a ton of people killed because she just won't stand still. <laughs> <laughs> and die. But, like, she won't stop and die like a good girl. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> but, like, all the side characters. Isn't that what he just said? <laughs> all the side characters, I really don't care about. So, it's like, when they see them die... It's like, and they're not dying for any particular reason. Like with Friday the 13th, they like either had sex out of wedlock or doing drugs or not paying Had sex in like, a bathtub or. Any, see, but they, they enjoyed each other's company for the most part. So they didn't actually have sex. Yeah. They're just, you know, they're just naked. Heavy petting yeah. while naked in yep. a hot tub. So I think we're going to have to give this movie a 1.5. Cause to me, the first one was way better. And mm-hmm. this one just felt like, oh, let's just put them in a hospital. Yeah, there we go. They're in a hospital for the next hour and a half. And to me, that's kind of like, it seemed like lazy writing. Like, they didn't have really a good idea for the sequel. Mm-hmm. Other than the fact that, hey, Lori is actually this guy's uh, sister. And that was cool, but they... It Which was I read was line, actually a drunken decision. And it was gone. Well, that was a great drunken decision. They should have <laughs> filmed the whole thing. Like, that guy who got run over. <laughs> I actually agree with Corey. I give it a 1.5. I think it's got some like interesting parts to it, but it tries to take itself serious, and I find myself laughing more. <laughs> and I think it might be it just doesn't hold up over time, or it's just it's so ridiculous. But the first one held up over time. Like when, like I enjoyed. I'm pretty sure I remember enjoying the first one because <laughs> I was like, did I? What did I rate that one? But I think I found it effective for the most part. Mm-hmm. It was menacing, but this one was a little bit more. You could start to see it where. Every slash movie starts to try to up itself a little bit. Yeah, and this did that with like the eye needle, and then like the scalding drowning thing, and and the weightless scalpel. <laughs> and I think that's why they always end up dying, or and then being resurrected and being like impervious things, like just mm-hmm. nature coming at you, kind of thing. So, but yeah, I also give it a one point five. I just feel like there's a lot of elements that were really cool about it, but it doesn't. It, it's not doesn't improve upon the first. Although I like the concept of a movie starting immediately after. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck it. Let's just, where do we, where, should we do it a year later on the anniversary of the anniversary? Nah, fuck it. Let's just continue. <laughs> Straight up. Like, Michael, like, never got away from the cops. It's just like the cops are still chasing him. Mm-hmm. Okay. There was one thing that happened that I forgot about that I just remembered now. So when he gets shot mm-hmm. and he's falling off the balcony, he just walked right over the railing. Like, there was a, platform yeah, over the like railing. Yeah, like he was standing on top of the railing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He just walked right over the railing. He didn't like trip and fall over it. He just like walked straight. Supernatural. Yeah. But Wizards. he wasn't supernatural yet, was he? No. Is he okay. ever not supernatural that we know of? To be fair, no. Because like even Loomis is like, he's possessed by a demon. And they're like, Loomis, and there's you've no lost your that. psychology degree. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, poor Loomis ends up sounding like Doc from Fraggle Rock trying to explain why <laughs> there's Fraggles coming out of his wall. I'm telling you, I saw them there. No, <laughs> we need to kill him. Calm kill them down, all. old man. <laughs> but I shot him six times. <laughs> shot him six times. 
All right, so that gives us a grand total of 7 out of 20, by the way, which is 35%. Ooh, we're so close to the critic rating. Yeah, we're a little closer there, but I think, you know, it doesn't hold up. And I think the reason why the audience rating might be higher is just a bit of nostalgia and a bit of campiness cult film to this. But I just think as much as I love campy cult films, I feel like there's better campy cult films than this. It just, it falls short. It falls short of being so campy it's great that it's like, Well, they like some parts they wanted to be campy and some parts they wanted to be serious. They were very confused. As was I in the end. (laughs) Like when they made him calculated, like breaking cars and stabbing tires and putting locks back on doors, but like popping out of doorways and kids getting smashed by cars and exploding out of nowhere. Yeah. It was very. Cats and dumpsters. Confused. Yeah. Very confused. The cheapest fucking jump scare. It's an animal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So a uh, special thank you to my sheriff with one F, three Fs. I can't remember anymore. Corey. All the Fs. All I the Fs. All the Fs. <laughs> you got a big old F. Big old F. And to my left, Frisky EMS Joe, thank you for coming by and taking down those roadblocks on your way here. You're <laughs> welcome. Do I get an extra F as well? <laughs> You have a big F. F you, Joe. Here, <laughs> F you, Joe. <laughs> and a special thank you to uh, still alive nurse Carissa. I'm the final girl now. <laughs> Until Loomis comes and bails your ass in. <laughs> <laughs> Until you die because you're apparently a nurse and that's supposed to happen. Yeah. <laughs> according to this you movie. can't be a nurse in Haddonfield. <laughs> well, there aren't any nurses there now. <laughs> Or babies. <laughs> or babies. Shift change is going to suck. <laughs> There's so many bodies here. <laughs> <coughs> All right, this has been an episode of Flix X Raid. Good night, Internet. Hi there, this is Tony from the Flix X Raid podcast. And I'm proud to announce that on November 2nd, we are going to be teaming up with The Land Before Time to do an Extra Life event. Now, what that means is that we're going to be raising money for the uh, Children's Hospital of Alberta. Uh, And to do so, we are going to be doing a 24-hour movie marathon slash gaming session. So to look for that, and I'm going to be posting links to where you will be able to donate to our cause, as well as where we're going to be streaming so that you can watch as we dive deep into madness as we go 24 hours in a row playing board games and watching movies. So look for those links, and we look forward to hearing from you and hope that we have your support. Thanks. Bye. Catch us next time on FlixX Raid when we join Harry Potter in Troll. Gotcha! Hi there, I hope you enjoyed listening to our show, FlixX Raid. If you liked what you heard, I hope you will subscribe and give us a review on your favorite podcasting app. Also, look for us at www.flixxraid.com for more. Or find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at the handle at FlixXRaid. And if you like what you heard, why don't you give this podcast a listen as well? Hi guys, I'm Dean. And I'm Daniel. And we're from the IMDb Journey podcast. Where we break down every movie from the top 250 list, giving our own thoughts and reviews and any general discussion along the way. But when we're not doing that, we also battle other podcasts in various movie-related games of trivia and drafts. We also give quick reviews about every other film we've watched as well. Yeah, here we're quite good too. Yeah, if you guys don't believe us, why don't you listen to these genuine testimonies? 
Oh, hey guys, you guys are really good. I love your chemistry. Oh, hey, Brew. It's uh, this is a this is a good podcast, yo. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, love the banter, guys. Keep it up. I'm DB Jenny. Is one of my favorite podcasts of all time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic testimonies. Oh, thanks, guys. Absolutely genuine and real. <laughs> and if you want to give a genuine testimony as well, go ahead and search for IMDb Journey. You can find us on all your favorite podcast sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. So come along and join our journey. <laughs> <laughs>